This is Scott Becker on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Scott Campbell. Dr. Campbell's the Chief Medical Officer and the Vice President of Medical Affairs at the Firelands Health Center Health System in Sandusky, Ohio. Sandusky, of course, one of the great cities in America. Dr. Campbell, thrilled to get a chance to visit with you today. Can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, uh, Scott Campbell. I'm a medical uh, doctor from Ohio, uh, born and raised in Akron, Ohio, and did all of my training in uh, Toledo, Ohio. So I went to the University of Toledo uh, Medical Center. Uh, that's where I got my degree from, and then went on to do emergency medicine. So I was an emergency medicine resident at the St. Vincent's program in Toledo, Ohio as well. Uh, and started uh, at uh, Firelands Regional Medical uh, Health System back in 1992 uh, as an emergency room physician in a 50,000 volume ER and uh, been there ever since and uh, been uh, medical director of the emergency room for the last 10 years and uh, took on this uh, new role as chief medical officer in January of 2020. And talk about becoming a a medical director, chief medical officer, right before a pandemic starts. Did you plan that, or how did that happen? <laughs> Everybody asked me, would you do it again if you knew that was coming? And I'm like, well, I think I would have now, because I think it was a pretty essential role for the uh, pandemic. Um, but, yeah, it was quite the transition. I was uh, looking last fall whether I was going to take the new job. Started January 1st, and then uh, we hear of some virus over in China that's coming, and I think the rest is still ongoing history, if you will. Uh, so kind of stepped right in it. And, and what do you see? Where is the virus today? What's your sense of this next wave? Is, you know, any any sense of those things? Yeah, I mean, I think that it, as one guy says, you know, looking at a nine-inning ball game, we're probably in the third or fourth inning of this thing. Uh, nobody wants to hear that right now. Uh, but I think the reality is, you know, looking at 10% of the uh, – 10% of the country being infected and needing to get to where we need to be in the 60 to 70% range for herd immunity. I think the reality is there's just a lot of dry wood out there to burn for this fire. Uh, so I think that uh, we're in the throes of it. And I think it's, you know, the complacency and, and just the tire, you know, everybody's just getting tired, is just making it harder. But I think we're about to see quite an uptick here in the fall. That is not good news or comforting at all, but it is what it is. Talk about <laughs> as as, uh, as chief medical officer, your, your top three priorities. What do you view as your top three priorities in the CMO role? Um, so, you know, I think overall my my number one priority is is to be the physician liaison. Um, so, you know, for the big medical staff and having them have a connection to the administration, uh, having been, you know, on the ground and known these guys for many years, I think that's probably my number one role is to try to straddle being on the administrative side, but at the same time be attentive to the physicians and, and look at their needs and try to be that uh, inter intervening role. I'd say number two uh, probably is quality. Uh, so I'm over the quality program, um, just making sure that the hospital's dotting their I's and crossing their T's and that, you know, we can uh, uh, really stay on top of our uh, our quality. And then I, I think 
probably third would be to be the voice of a physician in the administration. Um, so they've got, you know, strategic planning and everything we're doing on the administrative side. And they've got, uh, you know, different roles there with the CFO and attorneys and different reasons to have, you know, different people working together. But having that physician input, I think, is vital for the hospital. So I think I'd look at those as my three main roles. And, and, and take a moment and talk about your journey to leadership and your sort of advice for people, physicians. There's so much talk about physician burnout. One of the great antidotes to physician burnout is people that are able to bridge different parts of their careers, find a new calling in their career, do different things with it. Talk a bit about what advice you would give to people trying to have fulfilling careers and great careers. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I always loved being an emergency room physician, still am, uh, and didn't burn out on that career. Uh, interestingly enough, I know a lot of people do. And so I really came to a, I, I started <clears throat> years ago, probably within the last 15 years, started just getting into some meetings, going to some quality meetings, things like that, and started getting interested. And as I stepped into that, you know, it was um, different. I had my shift work, but then I would get to a little bit more involved in what the hospital was doing. I, I went up through the ranks of just more meetings, ended up being on the board of the hospital, got to see another side of it. And I think for someone like me that's done this career for so long, it was just a new challenge. Uh, just seeing a different side of what you do, you do all the emergency medicine every day and then start to see, you know, they're purchasing buildings and looking at the finance behind the hospital and how the whole system is run. And I think I just became more and more interested in that. Uh, so for me, it's you know, at this point, as the chief medical officer, it's it's even a whole new step of learning. Uh, you know, we're always learning. We're always trying to keep ourselves, uh, you know, interested in what we're doing. And to, to look at some of this stuff put in front of me now, it's it's completely foreign. I'm learning all kinds of new things about how the system runs and, you know, put into different quality measures. And, you know, we have so much uh, advanced payment models and everything else is changing the way we're reimbursed and just getting into learning all that. And, and then just being, I, I just find it really rewarding to be part of we're dealing with the physician. So, you know, I've got these guys from different, you know, say anesthesia department or surgery or just different things that you can get involved and actually make a difference in helping them do better and help the system work better and help the patients, which is the bottom line. Um, so now I've got, you know, I've always over the emergency room before, but now I'm over the entire health system. Uh, so you really find yourself making a difference in different areas. So for me, it's been, it's been a great transition of kind of doing both. Um, but a new challenge for me as I've gotten older. And, and talk about the most important issue of the day, the day Zips fan or Mudhen fan? <laughs> I'm going to have to say uh, Zips. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it, 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 yep. Talk about Dr. Campbell. What are you most excited about today? I mean, this great challenge looming. You said it right. I mean, it's almost like the, the fires in, in California. There's a lot of tinder left to be to be inflamed. And so a lot of concern that only maybe 20, 30 percent of the people have had this virus so far. There's a lot of people have to be infected. But even in that backdrop, given that challenging situation, what are you excited about today? When you wake up in the morning, what excites you today? Uh, I'll tell you, uh, you know, I think that 
the fact is that we have to continue to forge ahead. So there were some things that came up, you know, the pandemic hit, and it's like, should we put this on hold? Should we move ahead? We had plans for a family health center, for example. But, you know, history, the, the, the hospital has to move ahead. Uh, we have to continue to innovate. We have to continue to recruit uh, new physicians, which we're in the middle of. Um, and so for me, I think that's that's the challenge. you got kind of a dual challenge. You can't just at first, our lives all kind of stopped because of this pandemic, and then we realized that we have to move ahead and we have to, you know, look back and be future-oriented for the hospital because eventually this will be behind us, uh, and the challenges for running a hospital and taking care of patients continue. So for me, I think that that's trying to do both is the challenge, and that that's exciting. You know, we're get got a lot of physicians that have been in our place for many years and starting to get some new guys in, and you see these guys come in in their early 30s. And I actually, my own, my own son is in medical school right now. And just to watch them and, you know, this is, everybody says, you know, don't go into medicine and you're going to burn out. And, you know, and I, I feel the opposite. I've had a 30 year career in something and I still love it. And so if I can bring these new guys in and residents in and students in and see them, you know, really get into new jobs and enjoy in the hospital, I think that's pretty exciting still. I think that's a magnificent perspective and, you know, a question sometimes we'll ask physicians, would you want your son or daughter, your children to go into medical school to be doctors today? And at the end of the day, I think the overwhelming answer continues to be yes. It's just a magnificent profession and so important in such a shortage, you know, filled world that we have. 330 million people in an aging population, we just more doctors so badly that I'm thrilled that people like you I have kids and encourage kids to go to medical school. It's so needed. And, and nurses and PAs and everything else. Everything else in our healthcare system is so needed. Dr. Campbell, thank you so much for joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What, what a pleasure to visit with you. And, you know, I, I understand the loyalty to the Zips. Terrific. <laughs> yeah, amen. All right, Scott, well, stay safe out there and uh, stay sane in the middle of this pandemic. We're trying. It's hard for me on a good day. Thank you very, very uh -huh. much.